Southeast Radio's morning mix. Chat, news, and your views. Hello, good morning, Alan. How are you? I'm grand, Jane. How are you? Because you are a carer. And what came to light when I was speaking to Maura Bell last Friday was, I think a lot of people thought when they heard Mulcahy House and they heard Gorey, they said, well, this is of great interest to the people in the Gorey area. And we spoke to a concerned parent from there. But I I doubt if anyone thought that it also impacted the entire county. Can you explain how this comes to pass, that people from, say, Wexford Town and Rosslare and these places would have to travel to Gorey for something like this? Yeah, well, look, and I suppose the first thing to say is, Alan, and, and, and just look at to thank Mayor Bell there for her support. We certainly need it. And, you know, care the, the impact of this is really on the, you know, first of all, the, the person with a disability, and second of all, and most profoundly, their family carer. And it's not just a cohort of small people. I mean, we at Family Carers Ireland predict that by 2030, Alan, one in five people in Ireland would be a family carer. So this is an all-society, all-community issue. And it's really, really important that we get this, this um, addressed. But look, going back to, um, you know, your question there about, you know, the um, Mulcahy House and, and services that use it. Well, it is used for, by people from around the county. Um, you know, it, you know, in fairness to service providers, they do their best, I suppose, with what they have to provide, you know, to fam- families who have very complex needs, which would like my own family. Um, who have very complex needs, you know, where there may be more than one person with a disability in a family, or they may have a specific need that one service would suit them better than another. So we have respite services in Gorey and in um, Wexford Town, um, here in Mexford, or, sorry, in Mexford, in South Wexford and in North Wexford, I suppose, to put it more specifically, Alan. And as we know, um, the facility in Gorey has now, we were informed last week, has been closed um, for um, for 12 weeks due to um, staffing issues. But, Alan, I'd like to raise an issue here this morning that yes. I feel may be the underlying cause of these closures. And we really need... Now, I know De- um, Deputy Verona Murphy has already submitted a parliamentary question relating to this. We would really like all of our public representatives to really get behind this issue because families, including my own family, Alan, being honest with you, were burning out, you know, um, so look, there was. Uh, so this is the issue I wanted to raise, right? Uh, Minister Anne Rabbit last September announced increased fund, uh, funding for disability services. Now there was 109 million in 2023, which was supposed to be released to support existing services. So existing services would include Mulcahy House, and then another. And we know that you know in Wexford there isn't enough respite services. There are many people who aren't getting any respite services at all badly needed but she also announced another 29.3 million yeah. for the development of new services now we need to know if that money has if that funding has been released and if not why not and as well i suppose to make the point alan that the consequences of it not being released if it hasn't been released hmm. um it is on our most vulnerable citizens are um, okay. are, are, are citizens with autism and intellectual disabilities and on their families and really and truly 
They're at their last breath. Yeah, and, and can, and I, can I stop you there for a second, Jen? Because I just want to sure. explain to the listeners, we have no idea what people in a caring role are actually going through, unless you're caring yourself. You have no idea. You were to join me in studio this morning. You're looking forward to popping in, having a chat yes. pre the interview, sitting in studio yes. here today, maybe having a cup of tea afterwards. That did not yes. happen for you this morning, and it did not happen at the very last moment. Can you share with us why didn't it happen? look at it, it wouldn't be just me that would be like that, you know what I mean, any family carer that, you know what I mean That and, and look at I'm, I'm, as you know we're a one parent family and I have two adults, my two sons who are my heart and joy um, who I care for alone um, so my life is on the back of their lives so I can only really leave the house when they're out of the house um, so you know you learn to live your life in very very small boxes and the problem is Alan that those boxes are getting fewer and fewer and smaller and smaller and families like mine are spending more and more time behind the closed doors of our own homes and we're not sitting watching Netflix or putting our feet up I can tell you that the 6,000 family carers in County Wexford will tell you that we are on our feet the whole time and when we're not on our feet we're on the phone or we're sending emails trying to get very vital services that we need for the sustainability of our family Um, so it goes against all kinds of integration that we should be you know what I mean we talk about being an integrated society and we have moved moved forward in terms of disability but we we, we're on our way back again Alan I think so what what happened this morning what happened this morning Jay well, this morning, it, it, look, it was just, to be honest with you, Alan, um, I also work part-time, so I work part-time for Family Carers Ireland. I give support to um, carers who, who are in the workplace who juggle work with um, caring for a loved one at home. I have a commitment with some of them um, later on this morning. And, um, you know, it just with, you know, things like transport and everything can be very tight for services. But I suppose I was just very concerned that I'm going to be racing on a, fo- on a foggy morning trying to get into yourself and then yeah. trying yeah. to get home okay. again in time. And look, at we do, and I would say that to all um, family carers, we do need to exercise a little bit of self-care as well yeah. because yeah. so much depends on us. The government depends on us. The health service depends on us. But most of all, the people that depend right. on us are the most vulnerable people in this county. Yeah, and let, let's, um, let's look at that now, Jane. Let, let's just even analyse yeah. the clip. Uh, Mayor Bell, Councillor Bell, said quite mm. clearly she had taken seven calls last week after mm-hmm. this information broke. Mm. And she gave an example of the man who wasn't looking for two weeks' holidays. He was looking for three days. Mm-hmm. I spoke spoke yeah. to the very concerned parent in Gory uh, who, who shared openly what it what it means to her not to have this little bit of respite um and like it's it's absolutely horrific in 2023 in Wexford County on a Monday morning that you and I are having this conversation yet again because this is not the first time you and I have spoken and why do I get the impression if you and I were to, were to have this conversation groundhog day this day next year that nothing would have changed and it's it's that's it, Alan. It's the constant fight, and you know, and not. I, I certainly don't want to make this issue about me and my family. It's affecting the wider um, population of people with intellectual disabilities and all their families, like those two cases that you mentioned. But like, just to give my own case, I suppose as as another example to that, and there will be many more as well. And each family will have their own needs and their own story. 
But I suppose, look, as, as you know, my um, my our lovely husband, my lovely husband Rod, who was a great family carer to our two sons as well, he's passed away now eight and a half years, Alan. So in that eight and a half years, I haven't I've ha- haven't had more than a couple of days off, only occasionally. Um, maybe one night or two nights in the last eight and a half years, which hasn't been consistent and, you know, has only happened once or twice, being honest with you. Um, you know, so, you know, I, I need to be responsible and say, I know I'm burning out. I know I'm not going to be able to keep going. I suppose we learned a very hard lesson, you know, when, when my husband passed away so suddenly, but I have worked my butt off, being honest with you, to hold my family together and my daughter and my two sons I know it's what my late husband would have wanted. Yeah. I've managed to hold us all together, but I need to keep doing that. And I'll do the fa- other family carers as well. So the, the government and the health service needs to invest in us, needs to invest in family carers, because we are the groundwork of care in the community when it comes right. to well, our disabled um, population, but also elderly people. Family carers have no entitlement, not even one day off a year, Alan. We would not expect that from any other sector of society. We wouldn't expect them to work 24-7. And whether you get a break or not is dependent on whether funding is released or whether there's a service available to you in your area. That's simply not good enough and it's not sustainable. And it really needs to look at, Alan, how many years are you and I speaking about this or about other issues? Ten. Um, Life is hard enough for carers. You know, we have enough going on in looking after the people that we love and that love is something that needs to be valued and cherished by the people who make decisions in this country. Um, The actual timing of this uh, um, I think this is what caught a lot of people the fact they got notification and I have to point out as well and I want to point out that I've been to St Aidan's Day Care Centre and anyone I've spoken to speaks so highly about the staff, about the care Mm -hmm. and the attention. Mm -hmm. They also talk about the fact that people in this sector are are not uh, being looked after properly payment wise, that the government needs to step up and and pay them accordingly. So there's a couple of points for you to to share your view on. First of all, what would you like to say about the staff? What would you like to say about the terms conditions they operate under well now look at uh, just to say that that my younger son was supposed to start there this summer but um um you know so we haven't actually been um he hasn't actually been a service user there um but i would have to say you know about social care workers and health care workers that work in section 39 that work in the community and home support and these are the best people that we we can have in our community supporting families like ours. I see them myself, I see the people that work in day services, the people who work with my older son in respite, the very good people that come here and help us in our, in our home on a Thursday and a Friday allowing me to get out and get groceries and stuff for the family. There is nothing those people wouldn't do to put a smile on the faces of those, chil- of those young people and those children. They work very hard they do a very, very important and crucial yeah. um, job to people with disabilities and to society and they need to be remunerated for that and I would say, you know what my personal opinion Alan would be, if there are people that are maybe leaving services and going to another services, it would be really important and um, maybe this is already happening that an exit interview is done and that it's identified why people yeah. are leaving and I would guess, I'm not, I'm not a social care worker, that it is to do with um, how they're remunerated, you know, and these are professionals, they provide 
a very, very valuable service. They need to be treated as such, and they are our lifelines. They are what keeps us afloat, respite, home support. At some point, you know, residential, residential placement will be something, you know, that possibly all our children will need. But, you know, we need, they're, they're part of the team, I suppose, that, that holds okay. the whole thing together. The family carer will be the tree, but we can't do it on our own, Alan. Southeast Radio's Morning Mix. Chat, news and your views. Alan Corcoran.